You're listening to The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. Welcome back to the show. This morning we have with us Miss Beverly Shannon, principal of Hooks High School, sharing her treasures uh, and passion for education. Uh, Beverly, it's, you know, when, when you talk about uh, Cecily going to the University of Arkansas and how she excelled. Uh, some of us have lived long enough to know when African-American students were not p- permitted to go. In fact, uh, I take credit for being in the same high school that Sal- Silas Hunt was the first African-American mm-hmm. student that mm-hmm. was admitted to uh, the University of Arkansas. Uh, even though, unfortunately, he went to the law school and he had it in the basement while the white kids had their classes up upstairs. And I'm told, I didn't know Silas, because, but now he and I went to the same high school because he graduated from Booker T. Washington here in Texarkana, but I did know his mother. And I'm told, there's a story that, that Silas was making such outstanding grades uh, he was in the basement, and the white boys was upstairs. To the white boys decided, "Hey, I'm going down there in the basement with Silas Hunt." Now, again, I was not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is quite an anomaly to think about Silas Hunt mm-hmm. being the first somewhere now around 1947 or 48, just barely getting in, and here it is. Your daughter mm-hmm. is at the top of the rock. But that that, that again, that's a tribute and to to you. Tell us a little bit about the students. Uh, how are students different today from they what they were when you were a student? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Donald, I am not a spring chicken myself, okay? Yeah, well, well I, I, you, you're a spring chicken compared to me because I'm 150. Oh. <laughs> well, well, they're different and, and yet the same. It, it, it is not the student as much as it is all of the technology yeah. and uh, a lot of things like that is, is really what make, you know, my job different than when you were a principal. Sure. Um, that 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 is the major major difference. Students are still looking for love. They they lack things for different reasons. Sure. Uh, you had students that maybe they you know they didn't have free lunch when you went to school, right. and they had a hard time getting to school. Sure. Some had to uh, walk miles to get to school. Yeah. Now they walk miles themselves. So just because they don't want to ride a bus, or they don't want to do. Sure. So um, uh, kids are kids are. They're different in ways, but I, I think it's an outside thing more so than it is an an, an inside thing. Okay. We, we have students. We didn't see a lot of students. If they didn't want to learn when we went to school, I mean, you know, they ended up out of school. Yeah. Now, now we keep them in school. Sure. So, uh, it, you know, there's different things like that. Yeah. Okay. How do we better show students to look outside the box you know we've talked about Sicily and your experiences you know we sit very rural in the United States Uh, when we talk about stretching beyond uh, you could ever imagine in an everyday walk with a student how do you demonstrate support and guide them to see beyond what's in front of them um we use a lot of programs now, um, you know, 
everything that, um, like, you know, you mentioned social, social emotional issues. Different jobs, even from the guidance counseling standpoint, have changed. Okay. And, you know, those topics are brought to the table now. Okay. Just like they brought through the school door. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, we work with kids. We've, uh, we've added things. Uh, school now, we add, um, we've added parents as stakeholders more so than they have ever been. Sure. Uh, schools, we're teaching kids to look globally now, not just in the community, not just down the street. Right. More people visit the schools now to bring things to students to bring uh, to have students think out of the box. I mean, right. kids are going places. I mean, you have the colleges coming to the schools to talk. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that sure. keep them out of the box. I mean, they're leaving with associate's degrees. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, let, let me ask you about another. You mentioned today that uh, parents are more involved than ever before. Uh, you're dealing with, with the stakeholders. And they certainly hold the state because we only have them in school uh, eight hours a day, and they have them about 16 hours at home. And so uh, I found that it was very frustrating in many instances for educators to have the kids up to one level when they go home, and the next morning they come back, they regress back somewhere else. And so that's why it's so important that homes, uh, and, and you know, and, I, and, and after doing some research, I found out that the kids who come from homes where the level of learning and exposure is the same as it is on the same level as it is in school, they just come right across the bridge and come on in. Those kids, you mentioned that, you know, reading was very important and, 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 and biographies and autobiographies and all that kind of stuff. You did all this with Cecily. Kids who come from homes where they don't get that, they're behind when they hit school. And as a result, they have to climb. And in many instances, those kids don't do well. In fact, I think the research says that if a child is not reading well by the third grade, they will be behind the rest of the kids who are reading for the rest of their lives. That's right. Yeah. And so in the meantime, you know, that's, you know, so let's talk a little bit about parents. Uh, how do you see parents as being a little different today from they were in your day? Well, number one, um, we, we have parents. I always see parents as a situation where if you did not have, it used to be a, an author named William Glasser, if, if parents do not have positive pictures of school, sure. when you get those parents up for whatever reason to your school, those parents often, um, you know, may not cooperate with you. Sure. I mean, you've got to win those parents over the second time through <laughs> if you didn't the first yeah. You know that school can be different for their kids. Sure. Um, I've been pretty blessed having a um, couple of generations now here in Hooks. Sure. And it has been such a pleasant surprise. I've had parents that were IEPs to have students in the top 10. Yeah. Sure. You know, uh, so, you know, in fact, the most of them, it's not like apples don't fall too far from the tree and whatever. Yes. Most of our kids coming back to us are coming back at a higher level than their parents left. Mm-hmm. 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 
Yeah. Well, you, uh, uh, Beverly, you, you're just right. I, I, the key to what you said is that if you have kids who have parents that have a, had a positive experience in school and look at school uh, in a positive respect, then those kids are apt to have the same kind of attitude. But if you, uh, you know, for those who parents who did not do as well as they should, for whatever reasons, some of it was not their fault, they pass that attitude on to their kids, and their kids come with uh, jaundiced eyes, uh, being very critical of this, and very, and, and and it really hurts. And that's why parents are so critical to, you know, to the education. You talked about changing the climate, uh, and and the culture of the school. Uh, I served on an evaluation team in the state of Arkansas where I had to go into schools, different schools, to evaluate the schools. And I could tell about the climate in that school when I met the kids in the hall. If I met the kids in the hall and they said, hello, how you doing, sir? They didn't know me. I, I, could, I knew that the climate in that school was was very positive but if i ran into a school and the kids when i walked in that you know dropped their heads as if oh you know i don't know him i knew then that was something wrong with the culture and the climate so i'm glad to know that you have changed the culture and the climate at hooks uh, because hooks is a great school and 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 and, you know and and now i can see from talking to you that they have a great principal well, thank you, because I will tell you, I got one of the best compliments I ever got from your friend, uh, Mr. McDonald. Yes. From being on local TV uh, and, and speaking, and th- that, that goes into one of the best compliments I got, because I, I was not one of your children, because I was over in stamps. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, I, I am going to forever keep the one that you just gave me near to my heart. Okay. 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 Mac, I, I, you know, it would take that's it would take me all day to talk about Robert McDonald. He and I were brothers from different mothers. When you saw one of us, you saw the other. We looked alike, smelled alike, acted alike, thought alike, and people thought we were bro- and thought he was older. But I'm six years older than Mac, so in the meantime, I used to tell them all the time, Mac, they think you're older than me, so that is a tribute. I'm going to ask you one other question. I t- uh, you know, I talked about it a little bit. There was an incident at Hooks High School, uh, and I-, I read one of the letters where uh, y- you had to give an e- a very professional explanation to the parents in terms of what happened and the like. Talk about that a little bit. Okay. I will go as far into that as transparency will allow. I understand. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Information, any information being made public, this confidentiality of the month. I understand. Because that situation, it it has come to a head, but it came to a head two or three times during the process. Yeah, I know. Uh, I wrote my letter. The second one, there were two letters that actually went out. Okay. And in the first one, I talked about what our safety is here at the school, you know, with our students and staff being our first priority. And that basically we were dealing with a lot of rumors. And when was this letter first, when was this letter that you speak of drafted? On Thursday, uh, on Thursday night, the 10th probably, and probably a week earlier when the incidents of all the rumors started. All schools must have lockdowns, lockouts, 
And if anybody is suspicious outside of the school, and this started outside of the school, not in the school, and then a lot of rumors started that it was in the school. Yes. And there were many students that decided that that this isn't enough, and they they like the spread of the rumors or whatever. And um, when it ended up with Facebook, with... uh, you know, some information that uh, a fake letter, a fake list. The first letter went out to talk about that I had faith in our program that we used to train our staff in dealing with uh, threatening situations. We use what's called an ALICE program, and sure. all of our teachers are trained. And that ALICE stands for Alert, Lockdown, Inform counter, and evacuate if needed. Okay. Okay. Um, our, um, we participate in the Guardian program, um, in which that is something that 97, 98% of our community voted that, you know, this could be a campus that we actually can carry concealed weapons. Sure. Okay. So, I mean, if, if, um, our doors are locked when students are in class. Oh, tell me that again, because I used to be a principal. You just scared me. Did you say that it was the campus that can the, that the, the, can the students can carry concealed weapons? Are they no, are the no, okay. no, no. We only have we only have you a, a, a guardian campus only have trained. Oh, okay, okay. I I thought it was the students because they no, were already no. carrying them. It's time, it's time to retire on that one, okay? <laughs> and okay, um, so, therefore, you know, our teachers are trained every year. Can your kid be safe? Uh, the staff on the high school campuses have been trained in sure. the ALICE, okay. okay? The staff in the mall is not. So, therefore, it relatively should be safe with all the training and everything that we do, sure. we have we go through the rumors and 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 everything. Okay, but after that, with that letter coming out and doing lots of interviews and whatever, um, and coming up with what we uh, that that was a separate incident, that letter, sure. and expressing how sorry you are for the students and the parents. And that that's actually cyberbullying at the expense of of other students and whatever. So um, when I look back at the incident, if I looked at our team, I would give us a ninety. Okay. And I take and and I take the um, ten points off because. a little bit more transparency of the, uh, the the letter written on the 10th. Sure. Could have gone out probably on that Monday when you realized that the weekend became um, a lot of Facebook. Yeah. And, right. um, yeah. you know, rumors or whatever. Sure. Okay. But that, was, that was a slight communication because, you know, um, it, it, it might have should have been a district, mm-hmm. not a campus. Sure. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but it, it, it all in all, we're, we're kind of all new here, so we go from there. But in the end, 
being the captain of the ship, I I take responsibility for any hesitation there. Yes. Any but improvements, would, uh, you know, Comadre, how is the atmosphere since this event uh, or this incident has occurred? We, we, we are still, uh, okay. anytime you have something of this caliber, it goes outside of the school to other agencies, and that is the reason <clears throat> that, you know, I'm, I'm still guarded of saying, anything on it because yeah yeah, uh, right. yeah right. okay yeah so uh what is the atmosphere you call all your kids in you talk to the kids you relate to the parents and you grow from that yeah uh yeah. it's very important that your community trust you and i took if you look at everything as a bank i took a lot of trust from the counseling office into this office yeah, yeah. and my out to the parents, I had so many deposits made into my bank from this letter, but that's not what you were here. Yeah. Uh, my parents, as I talked about what I have for them and how next, next semester we will address topics for social and emotional needs of our children, and just, just from my parents being here as long as I have and... Uh, the trust that we have and and that I will be transparent to them and they know this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've gotten the feedback. I am totally more confident that this was the job that God wanted me to have. Oh, yeah. After the yeah. I lost no sleep over this job. Okay. Over this incident because we were on top of it. And I, I agree, the parents were kind of like maybe they needed more, so therefore I didn't lose any sleep. But I will try and find a, a an, an area to be transparent, even if it's not much information. Sure. It may not seem much. You know, you have to think about where someone else is with it. And if your kid's name on the list, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're in a generation, and and again, I'm not sure that I could be successful in this generation because you're in a generation, and that's why my hat goes out to you all, because you're in a generation where there's so much information going out. Uh, when you know anything, uh, there's an incident that happened at school, and, and the kids, when you know anything, the kids have already texted. Mm-hmm. Before the school get it out there, the kids have already texted out there and, and you know, and, and that kind of thing. And so, you know, I admire uh, all of you for what you do. You also have an advantage that I had, and that is that you are, you have kids that, uh, who, that parents were students you had when you were counselor. And that helps you because of the fact those kids know you. They already trust you. I had that same situation. I was assistant principal for 10 years, and I taught 10 before that. And most of the kids who came through Arkansas High when I was principal, I had already taught their parents. And they knew me, and that helps. And so in the meantime, Beverly, you, you've done a great job. Uh, anything that this radio station can do to, to assist and whatever you, I appreciate you getting up, taking time. You've covered the subject well I'm uh, I'm certainly mm-hmm. of the opinion that you're going to change the culture whenever it needs to be changed because I know you you're that kind of person you know you're right on t- up on top of the rock right so in the meantime thanks again for getting up this morning and sharing with us I'm sure our listeners learned a lot 
from you. If not, they need to get in contact with you. And uh, listen, you have a good day, a great day. And again, if there's anything this station can do, don't don't hesitate to call us. Okay. 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 Thanks, Frank. Thank you. Okay. We're uh-huh. going going to a short break. We're going to come right back in just a few minutes. So don't leave because Lamoya is going to tell you a little something about uh, breaching the data and the information and how all the leaks got out. Stay tuned. The Sunday show will continue with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. This year has many people pondering the question, am I prepared for life's unpredictable moments? 2020 definitely offers new proof that things can change in the blink of an eye. Before these random, accidental, or unpredictable moments happen, we are here to help you prepare for them, just as we've always been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. Hello, it's Mayor Bob Brueggemann here, and I'm reminding you to look local first when it comes to shopping Texarkana. Every dollar you spend locally helps families working in local businesses. Our local businesses appreciate your business and can remain competitive with your support. Whatever you're looking to buy, it is as easy as going to looklocalfirst.com. Keep Texarkana hopping. You're listening to The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY. And we are back uh, this morning wrapping up a interview that we had for Miss Beverly Shannon. Thank you is in order for her as our guest. We wish uh, we could have had Miss Shannon here in the studio, but it's time like these that we have to do what we have to do. Safety first. Uh, Miss Shannon, we hope you and your family have a safe and secure Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. With that being said, we have a brief moment to go into our discussion of current events. With that being said, uh, there is a current cyber attack um, that is under investigation here in the United States. Uh, U.S. officials monitoring the cyber threats to the nation's critical infrastructure became aware several months ago of suspicious activity that is now linked to one of the largest hacking operations in history. Okay. Okay. Uh it, it, it's it's untold the amount of damage that's had been done. You know, the only thing I, I think in brief, uh, because our time has, has run out, right. is that it's just too bad that our, our president is not is not the president. We don't have a president right through now. And he came out and says, oh, that wasn't Russia. That was mm-hmm. China. You know, right. uh, he always want to put something on colored folks. OK, <laughs> the white folks, regardless of what they are and never. So in the meantime, let me suggest to you, this is a, a very uh, deep topic mm-hmm. and it's going to be going for a while. Mm-hmm. So let me suggest that the first when you all come in as a panel. Yes, sir. You, you may want to bring this topic back. Again. Yes, sir. OK, yes, that'd sir. be good. OK. We had a great time, uh, as we always do, and, you know, we have to bring our show to a wrap. So this, this show is a wrap. Uh, enjoy it. Mrs. Beverly Shannon. Uh, see you again next week with another exciting show and some more exciting people. That's all for this edition of the KTOY Sunday Show on this 20th day of December in 2020. Don't forget to wash your hands and 
keep your social distance and wear your mask and hook up with Santa Claus and stay away from coronavirus. Now, on behalf of Mrs. Lamoya Burks and the great and wonderful people here at Test County Radio, thanks for being our listeners and being kind enough to tune in to this show. Remember, you're listening to KTOY Radio 104.7 FM, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. So please stay tuned for Guess Who, Miss Dee Dee Woods, and her gospel show, In a Vision, which comes to you each Sunday morning right after this show. My quote for the day, it start off every day with a smile and get it over with. That quote is from W.C. Fields. That's it for this show. See you again next Sunday. The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell returns next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. And if you have questions about today's show, contact Billy Bland, Billy, at TexarkanaRadio.com. The views and opinions expressed during the Sunday Show are not necessarily the views and opinions of Texarkana Radio Center.